0: Hello, welcome to a very special episode of ProTri News. I'm joined by, we'll start with Pat Lemieux.
1: Kyle, wouldn't you say this is a very, very special episode?
0: I would say it is very, very special, yes. For the
1: two very, very special guests we have today.
0: We have two guests, correct. So uh, we have Talbot Cox joining with the Olympic champion, world champion, Ironman 2021 world champion... Christian Blumenfeld.
2: Hello, how are you doing?
0: (laughs) And uh, just uh, Talbot Cox, the photographer. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Uh, And then Chelsea has made her way to Boulder, Colorado to visit with her uh, training partner and best friend, three time world champion, Olympic champion, Flora Duffy.
3: Hi guys.
4: Hello. Thanks for having me. I actually
3: came here specifically get her on the podcast yep. there was no other reason for the trip so.
4: this is true this is chelsea's day two here and here i am on a busy training day she's got me on the podcast so
0: so that's all it takes this swindle you to get you on the podcast is just fly out there and and just invade your house and say you're coming on the podcast or else
3: yeah i also had to do a run workout <laughs> <laughs> i'm dead
0: tell us about this run workout what'd you guys do uh
3: well I said I had to have carbon shoes mm-hmm. and um, I didn't make it through the whole thing, but we ran on the track, the road, a mix. She's yeah. ready,
5: guys. Yep. Did she did she loan you some carbon shoes?
4: Yeah, she did. That was my rule. I did. I luckily have a collection here. So Chelsea got some top-notch shoes to wear. And we also had Tyler Butterfield join us. My mixed team relay. Uh, teammate for Birmingham, so wow.
0: A, yeah.
5: well, while you got, while you and Christian are both on here, what's the difference for our listeners between the new carbon shoes? It's a MetaSpeed and
2: what? The difference between this year and last year? Yeah. Um, so it's MetaSpeed Sky or Edge, and then it's Metaspeed, MetaSpeed Sky Edge and Sky Plus. So I think it's a little bit how they're putting the carbon and the foam. Uh, can you guys tell a difference?
4: Um, yeah, I I notice a difference. Um, I like both of them, the both of the upgrades. I would say the upgrade of the Edge has been really really nice and quite surprising. I've been training a lot in the Edge Plus and racing in the Sky Plus, um, so they feel different, but not a, a a bad difference. Just yeah, noticeable.
2: Um, maybe still favoring the old shoes from last year. Really? Uh, Is it because it's long distance or what? I'm not sure. I think it has to do with the stride uh, and also the way the heel and the drop is. So I prefer currently the Metzvitz guy still. So that's the one I'm still racing on. Nice.
0: So contrary to popular belief, this podcast is not sponsored by ASICS.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That would be a tool sponsor, Kyle. Mm, That
0: would be a good one. That would be a good one. Flora, you're gearing up for Calm Games this weekend. So tell us how the training has been and what you're most excited for.
4: Yeah, Commonwealth Games is in two, two weeks, just over two weeks, um, which is exciting. It's kind of strange to think I'm going straight into another Games right off the back of last year. I feel like I'm still recovering from that whole Olympic build, and here we are going into Commonwealth. So it's caught me a little bit. I wouldn't say off guard in terms of my training, but maybe the um, maybe focused or um, energy. I don't know energy. Yeah. That's the better word I've given it. Um, mm-hmm. I do go in as a defending champion. I won in 2018, which at the time was like one of the bigger races I won and was re- great to win. It was, um, you know, Bermuda doesn't win many medals at these sort of big major games. So that was cool. But, It felt like, cool, I won in 2018. Like That was a great check. Let's go into the Olympic build now. Um, And so now I'm through the other side. I'm like, oh, wow, here we go, Commonwealths. But it's going to be a great field. The women's field um, and the men's field are really, really good. Um, So in the women's field, my biggest competition is Georgia Taylor-Brown. He's my biggest competition in the World Series. So it's going to be, I think, a really exciting duel between the two of us. Um, It'll be her first Commonwealth Games, and it's at home in England, so – I think it, it's a big, big focus for her. Um, and then alongside her is Sophie Caldwell, Beth Potter, non Stanford, um, and then a few of you know the Aussie and Kiwi girls. So yeah, it's gonna be a really great field over sprint distance. Pat's asking a question we don't
1: know anything about the course it wetsuits oh, okay. is, is the run what's the run like give us some give us some in, um, insight into that
4: okay yeah so it's a sprint distance um from what i know water temperature really depends on what's happening in the weather there if there's a heat wave right now so if it stays pretty warm non-wetsuit swim um the bike from what i've seen uh reasonably technical pretty flat but the run is really hard well i say really hard it's it's hilly it's basically uphill downhill two laps of that gradual uphill then it kicks into a pretty steep um uphill which is quite long and then um starts to descend back into transition so two loops of that which i think it'll make it um quite challenging
1: and then i've got another question is this i can't remember is this the did they do a sprint format in gold coast or is this the first year? So this is the second time it's been a sprint format.
4: Yeah. Second for, yeah. Second time. Sprint and relay. Yeah.
1: And then how many calm games have you competed in?
4: Yeah. (laughs) I've, I've competed in a few. Um, Melbourne 2006. That was actually my first ever like elite race. I was 18 and I'd like never done anything really big and off I went which was ridiculous. Now I think back to it. Um, so 2006, um, Glasgow, 2014. Yep. Gold Coast 2018. And now this Birmingham 2022. So it's my and four. it wasn't
1: that you didn't get selected in 2010 for the Com games. It's that there was not a triathlon at, in the Com games in 2010. So I don't want the right. listeners to think that, that yeah. you didn't get selected that year or something happened. There just wasn't a triathlon.
4: Yes, correct. Because it was as in India, I think, mm-hmm. and I guess yeah, they get to sort of select what sports they want, and so triathlon got subbed out for something else.
3: That would have been an exciting swim. Oh
4: gosh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. No thanks.
0: <laughs> um, so, Flora, something we were talking about earlier before the podcast, um, Commonwealth Games. They don't allow. They don't award any points for WTCS, correct?
4: No, no points. It's a standalone so, race. No, no prize.
0: points and no prize purse.
4: No, but I mean, at most major games, there's not a prize purse. Right. So, um. Yeah, <laughs> it's all for the all for the, mean, glory. the glory the glory of winning a medal at a games. Wow. Yeah.
5: Does he, does your country country reward you any money? Like do countries do oh, that? You're getting, kind of per- you're getting kind of personal. You're just yeah. digging right in. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean like I mean like you know how like Jeez. doesn't Team USA reward like Team USA win an Olympic gold medal? 12 grand. Is, yeah, is but do, do countries different. do yeah. that or no?
4: Depends on the country. Um, yeah, I think it would depend on the country. Oh, okay. I, I
5: didn't know if that was like pretty standard. They're gonna yeah. give Florida another key to the key to the country. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. They give her another one quarter of the island. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Does, does the IOC give you guys money for winning a gold medal? No. no. No?
4: No. I mean, yeah. I guess certain people would probably have big bonuses written into their contracts for Olympics.
3: Singapore gives you a million
4: dollars. Um, <laughs> wow. Um,
3: that's cool. How would you know that? Someone told me. I can't remember who. For Olympic gold, Singapore.
0: Wow. That's unreal. So, Flora, um, we know that you've been trying to get to a 70.3 race this mm-hmm. year. Unfortunate circumstances have prevented you from doing so. Have you started talking to Ironman and saying, hey, I got a gold medal from the Olympics. You want to give me a slot to uh, world champs? You think they know
3: she has a gold medal? It's
4: good. She should probably tell them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they probably
0: are pretty clueless.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it has been a such a series of unfortunate events, trying to get my 70.3 world slot, um, which, yeah, getting COVID in Chattanooga, and then my bike never making it to Mount Tremblant, which, okay, I, I listened. Chelsea gave me a heads up that she might have just, you know, been a little thrown me under the bus on the recap of that race, um, saying I should have arrived earlier.
3: Yeah, which, let's take a vote. May, maybe, have but...
4: arrived earlier. But it, you said
5: that your bike never even left Denver, though, right? It didn't.
4: Yeah. So even if I flew on Thursday, there's no guarantee that it would have gotten on the Friday or Saturday flight. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we had to, like, hunt it down in Denver when we got back. But, I mean, uh, for, yeah. For, yeah. So I, at the moment, I don't have any slot, a slot, and I don't think I'll be given a slot or a wild card, even though both Christian and I got wild card invitations to Ironman World Championships after winning gold in Tokyo. Which mm-hmm. was it which Christian you well, no, you qualified anyway?
2: No, I used it. He used, he it, he used it because was for St. George, no, for Hawaii, for,
4: yeah. Oh, okay, so you used it for St. George, yes. okay. Oh, nice.
1: I mean, Example, we said I, this, I said this a couple of weeks ago, I thought it was pretty weak sauce if you didn't get, uh, you know, the invite to that event for one just because of your credentials, and then part two. I mean, the, the depth of field at that race, it's just not going to be filled like, and there's going to be, I'm not even that it's going to, I don't believe that all the slots will be filled for the start list anyway. So say they allow 50, I have a hard time seeing that it's going to go to 50 pro women. So if it's got 42 in there, just throw you on for the 43rd and what they can do to cover their butts is to say, look, if you win an Olympic gold medal, we've got a, they're probably going to have to say a 24 month period where you can just walk on to either the Ironman world championships or the Ironman 73 point, you know, 70.3 world championships. And then there's no, there's no downside for them to do
0: that.
3: Mm-hmm. I'll tag them in this episode. Okay,
0: It's so, I mean, it's so publicity for them to do that.
4: Yeah. But because I mean, that's it's a built-in it. story. Yeah. I think, I, I think it, okay. I'm not just saying this cause I am, that person but I think it is really interesting if they added that sort of clause um in there I definitely don't want to do an Ironman so you wouldn't see me there but um yeah it would be great but I don't I really don't think I will get a wild card slot and it's kind of something I need to know in advance because I want to properly prepare for the race if if I was going to go there I mean I put a lot of work into riding my time trial bike this year and dialing in my nutrition and everything if it was a big goal to go and try and win 70.3 World. Because so. okay. it also
0: wasn't lack of trying. Because, you, I mean, you literally traveled to Chattanooga yeah. got COVID. You traveled to Montremblant, and it was just an unfortunate circumstance that Christian, you weren't able to make it to the start line.
4: To qualify
2: or to yeah. both? both? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I think she would be fine to qualify if she's just... <laughs> getting there with the equipment. It's hard to get through a race without the bike. Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: if anyone man. can do it, I guess. Flora, was there any
1: part of you that thought about renting a road bike or something to just to just try and make it through the race in Mount Tremblant?
4: I mean, yeah, we, we definitely thought about it and looked at all the options, but unfortunately I, I didn't have that much time cause I did fly in there late. So like
0: yeah.
4: the day before the race, you think, okay, you can maybe find a bike that can work, but then I still need to choose pedals, um, cleats. And I'm very particular. Like I'm not someone that can just hop on something and be like, cool, let's go, especially for 90 Ks. Um, so it, yeah maybe it could have been possible but i also just wasn't in the place where i could risk something tightening up something starting to hurt getting yeah, through 90k be- and then running a half marathon and then i'm like oh actually i think i've screwed myself up a little bit for these races that i have she's upcoming old now uh, yeah.
1: yeah well no i mean it's just i mean it's you know even i mean i'm i think we're the same age i mean it's just like if you're cleats in a different position, your ITB tightens up, and that's like just riding. That's not including the 21K you got to run afterwards. So, no, I I, I empathize with that decision.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, Ironman's been pretty notorious for just changing rules, which we were actually talking about at lunch today because they recently changed the rule that if you win an Ironman world title, you don't have to validate your slot anymore. You just get five, five years. Five time. years. So- wow. So, Christian,
4: you, yeah. you, you never have to do – you can just turn up – at any world championships and don't have to do an Ironman in between them all.
2: Correct. <laughs> yes. Which is what he's going so- so <laughs> so to do so now I don't have to get the wild card for 24. I can just turn up.
4: Oh man. So he's wow. going to
2: race Paris and then that yes. the same year. Yeah. Straight to Hawaii. Wow. That's
4: really cool. Okay.
0: Flora, we're going to throw you on the spot. Okay. Have you looked at the start list for the PTO race this weekend in Edmonton?
4: Um, a little bit, yes. You want to make some picks? Um. Okay. <laughs> okay, I might need some help. I'm going to consult. Loosen you. up,
1: Flora. Loosen, Floor, Loosen up. up a little bit. Do the men's
2: picks first. That's yeah. not as like that's not as don't don't is- no, no, don't picture don't picture And and here we do top five plus was- top American.
3: I don't know. I only heard Top American. Uh, He said he said plus to do
2: top five
5: and Top American in our last episode. (laughs) Kyle was wanting everyone to pick five picks and (laughs) the Top American. Okay,
4: Okay. Kyle. (laughs) Okay, this might be controversial to ninety percent of the people that listen to your podcast. I hate Top American. Christian, thank you. you.
5: (laughs) Thank you, Laura. Thank you. Do you you like
4: to American.
0: I was thinking about that today. I was like, oh, why did I say that? I should have just said like, who do you no. think is going to be, have the fastest swim split, fastest bike split, fastest run split? Cause that's a, that's a little bit more in depth of a question than.
4: No, that's all you care oh about is American. Yeah, you I, don't know. Yeah. I okay. also don't think that's that interesting. It's interesting who wins the race. I don't know. Like I've done races. I've come fourth and I've had the fastest run split. And I'm like, that's really not fulfilling. Because I was mm. fourth and I missed the race. Yeah.
3: But had you been top American. But
4: <laughs> well, I beat all the Americans. So. I know. Imagine. Imagine. Anyway, I just think we should all strive to do our best. And not win. do that. Not-
0: yeah. yeah. No, no more top
5: American. Slot. We okay. could go to Vegas and put odds on the rest of the WTS series and tell them who the first Bermuda athlete across the finish line will probably be. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong.
3: Let's make sure every podcast going forward we okay. announce first Bermudian. Yes yeah, yes.
5: yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna do my fix. fix. I'm loosened up, but it's a bit awkward with Christian right here. But all right. Just <laughs> Don't worry. Don't, worry. Actually, don't worry about I it. He'll either
0: me. be honored or he'll use it as motivation. I know to win. he's
4: really staring me down. I'm a little <laughs> intimidated. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Here's my fix for the men. I would say. I'm going go, I'm actually gonna go with Christian, Gustav, and third.
5: Alistair's remember. racing as well, Flora. If you don't yeah.
3: remember, you're on the Lionel Sanders podcast. Oh
4: too. my gosh, I am of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's really exciting Alistair's racing, but I'm so confused as to where he would she be after his fifth. injuries. You said fifth, Chelsea. That was oh. in the. <laughs> in our. You know, well, I said either first or DNF. Yeah, that's true. you were like, is he gonna win or DNF? And I said, okay. but that was in confidence in the Tesla. But okay. now, yeah, we're not. <laughs> Tesla. Um, okay, third place. I need a bit of help, Chelsea.
3: Um, uh, okay, so you have Norwegian, Norwegian. Yeah, oh, I'm drawing a blank.
5: There is Sam Appleton, there's Lionel Sanders.
4: I think you gotta pick Lionel in Alley, Canada. That's true. Okay, I pick Lionel. You're a- right. In Canada, he's moving well. He's got a funky tooth, but that's all right. Impending <laughs> father. Yeah.
5: I told I told the broadcast people today, and all the PTO media guys that he didn't get his tooth fixed, and they're like, We're we're <laughs> supposed to be recording interviews for Dallas and Collins Cup. Are you being serious right now? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> They're so upset. <laughs> right and for the, the rest of the year we're gonna have interviews where he's missing a tooth he has a tooth maybe, maybe you just have to keep
2: it like it is you know yeah. rest of the year rest of the year
4: yeah um, and then the women going with Paula hometown yeah. which looks in good form friend of mine so I'm always rooting for her um, Laura Phillip maybe second and then third um... okay I should sorry I should have really looked at her you have Nicola Oh yeah, Nicola's racing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Nicola. Even Nicola. on a road bike, the course is technical and climby and so a road bike can work. We I missed the episode where you guys said Paula
3: wasn't a good
4: time trialist.
0: Huh. Oh, that was Mark. That was last that was mm-hmm. Mark yesterday. I,
3: I just want to shoot him down. She proved him wrong. Yeah.
5: He didn't. He did He did, he, did, he didn't say it like that. He said it more in the sense that, like, is it that hard to win the Canadian National Time Trial Championship? That's what he said.
3: Yeah. Probably not, but she's still really good.
5: I yeah, I agree. I ain't discounting uh, the
0: ones I, world championship or national champion. Christian. Oh, and then who's your top American?
5: Oh, <laughs> <I'm sorry.
0: laughs> that category doesn't
4: exist to me.
5: Okay, um, <laughs> now we have to have Christian pick his picks.
2: I'm not sure
0: who's racing, up.
2: really.
5: Wait,
0: Christian, did you buy? Did you buy an Edmonton Oilers shirt for uh, the race? Yes, for the podcast.
2: Wow. <laughs> so, still, still missing one uh, bag of uh, clothing, so I had to go shopping. Uh, but, um, yeah, for my top five. I have to say myself first. Christian, <laughs> <now> second. <laughs> if Ellie is racing third, and Lionel fourth. With the uh, top American Ben Canute, fifth.
0: Wow, all right. <laughs> ben Were you intimidated by his workout video he posted this week? Finals? <laughs> no, <laughs> Ben, ben.
2: Canute. Oh, I, I haven't seen it yet. Oh,
0: okay. We'll have to have Tom and show you whenever you get done. He's just.
5: And
2: doing what some... about, oh, what about the women's race thing? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. He'll be quick in the water by those. What was your question, Pat? Uh, who are his picks for the women's race? Uh, I will say, I hope to see Paula up there like she did in Daytona. That'd be good. People um, <laughs> women's racing. Yeah, I, I follow, but I'm sure. yeah. it's racing. I barely know who is racing. Emma Pella-Brown, Nicole Spearig. Emma for third with a strong run. Yeah. And who is he? Laura Phillip. Philly L.A. Salthouse. Laura Phillip second. Uh, and Nicola fourth. Nicola fourth.
0: Top American? He's like, I don't know any American women.
2: <laughs> He's like, wait,
5: there's some American woman.
2: You make it tricky for me. Um Go with, if, with, a go bit, with, a, with the no, go with the no, because he's talking to her at the pool today. Yeah, mm-hmm.
5: Daniela Lewis. All right, there we go. Easy. All right, Flora, when are you going to do your first Ironman?
4: <laughs> oh my gosh. Um,
5: Christian wanted to know, he was just curious.
4: <laughs> um, I don't know, I if don't want to put it out there.
2: If you win Paris, we will go straight over?
4: Uh in the next 10 years. Oh yeah, I'll do it anywhere between the next 3 to 5 years. No, not 5, 3 to 4. 2 to 3, 2 to 3. <laughs> would
5: you would you attempt to juggle like Javier and Ali did? Or no, would you go one or the other?
4: No, I would go one or the other. I don't I mean, Christian might prove everyone wrong, but I think it's very difficult to go from Iron Man back to short course, so I don't want to do that. Now
2: you really have to win Bergen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sprint distance. yeah i think it's tricky to do it all the same year but luckily yes. I have a year and a half two years on me to find some leg speed again
4: okay so your plan would be then
2: to hawaii.
4: take a break from the long course stuff in the build up to paris
2: yeah so, so i'm not going to do anything next year okay so it's uh hawaii this year and then i kind of do as i did before tokyo and having uh yeah just focusing on paris
3: there's yeah. only one person who's tried it in one year. Well, no, but that's relevant. And he's not here Gustav.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have too much success coming back to sprint distance in Leeds. But um, I'm kind of guaranteed that would be better in Bergen for me than what he did in Leeds. But, <laughs> okay. But get this. Um,
4: Alex what? would swap between the two as well, no? Yeah. He's done it pretty
2: You
5: know cool. who attempted to go back to the Olympics, too, after he won Kona?
4: Who? Maca. Who? Maca. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I will say that's different. Trying to go to the Olympics and trying to win the Olympics.
5: Yeah, fair. What, what? Have you talked to Gustav? Did he say what was wrong, or did he say he just not have a good day? In Leeds? Yeah.
2: I think it was a shock for the system, and just missing a little bit of the. they did did some mistakes in T one, and suddenly from being last out of the water to be 10 seconds from second last, then mm-hmm. it's a long ride trying to catch up mm. uh, on the course. So I think just everything went a little bit wrong on the day. Have you, have you attempted to I do did, and also sprint distance isn't his strongest distance like naturally. Yeah. So it's not like he got anything for free there. Have you attempted to do any of your short
5: course workouts? Since you started doing Ironman stuff, can you do any of them or hit any of the numbers?
2: Yeah, like the threshold part and kind of the, the base training is the same. So, for example, the last five weeks has been very similar to what I would do in a build-up for a short distance race. But I'm missing the last four to five weeks of high, high intensity training. So... But I'm really missing do that kind of high-intensity training and not just stretching everything Mm -hmm. to be really long. So um, that's why I'm also really looking forward to come back to short distance after Hawaii and see, yeah, just have fun with some shorter training, get a little bit more speed in the track sessions.
0: Yeah. I have one more question for Flora. Um, So with calm Games, you guys are doing the relay for Bermuda. Is there a world where you guys are able to do that in the Olympics?
4: Um, no, the Olympics is a little trickier because you have to qualify a spot for your country. And so you'd mm-hmm. have to go around doing all the races to collect points. And um, I think everybody also needs to be ranked in the top 140. Is that correct, Chelsea? Yeah. 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 And um, one of our team members is retiring after Commonwealth Games. And um, we do have a few younger guys, but they're not quite ready for that Um that level of competition. And Is to be a leak? honest, I don't think I am into doing that. I find it, I find it um, as cool of an experience as it would be to qualify Bermuda Mixed Team Relay. It's a lot of extra added stress and added races, which mm-hmm. I feel I don't um, quite want right now in my career, particularly if I'm gonna go into Paris and try to defend my title, um, even though it would be really cool.
3: Do you have any advice for how we discuss the relay on the podcast? Oh, jeez.
4: <laughs> you got. You also gave them – I gave Chelsea a tiny bit of feedback, and then I just look into this, and it's – I'm like the bad guy. No, 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 I'm you're not. I'm trying to restore no. my reputation. No, you're not the bad folks, guy. the podcast. Yeah. Folks today. Let's, let's, let's all be real what? real
0: quick. The reason why Chelsea is on the podcast is because it came from a glowing recommendation from Florida Duffy that we get – Quote, someone on there that knows what they're talking
4: about. Yeah. And she's been an excellent addition. So. Yes. Thumbs up. The, the, um, but. That. Okay. To yeah.
5: defend, uh, Flora, like you don't have the luxury of a bunch of athletes racing to get Bermuda for you, like in the higher relay rankings, right? You would individually would have to go race all the relays that they do. So you guys can get a high ranking, correct?
4: Correct. Yes. Which is tough. It's a lot of extra racing and back-to-back days of racing.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: Um, yeah, whereas like the U.S. and GB and other countries, they feel the different team every time yeah. um, because they have the options, right?
0: So it's you, Tyler, I'm assuming Erica, mm-hmm. and who's the other male?
4: And another Tyler, Tyler Smith.
0: Okay, perfect. Yeah,
4: Yeah, and he's going really well. He trains up in Leeds, and then Tyler Butterfield and Erica Holy are both here in Boulder.
0: Erica um, got on the podium at – um long beach last weekend right
4: yeah she did yeah she's pumped so that's great she's got some good momentum behind her um and yeah they're really excited because they're um erica Holy and tyler smith are both doing the individual race so they're super excited for that and then we'll come together for the mixed team relay and of course now we're arguing about the order mostly between me and dan chelsea's also giving her two cents of which order we should go i'm on dan's side is it
0: male, female, male, female, or correct? Yeah.
4: Pet.
1: I have one last question for Christian and Flora. You guys are both running the arrow bars on your road bikes, still correct? Correct. Are you, uh, and are, are you sad that the rules changing?
4: Um, I go. For yes, I am. I have no idea why that rule is changing. I'm pretty annoyed about it. Um, I was actually <laughs> talking to Chelsea about that today um I uh, so I'm definitely gonna ask they didn't really give a proper explanation in my opinion nor really ask the athlete so yeah I'm quite annoyed about it
0: explain to our listeners what's going on Pat because I, I I am confused on what's going oh. on because I look happy sure. so I think up.
1: well well for years you know draft legal triathlon you know the difference was and the the point of difference that they had was that you were able to use uh aero bars or sometimes called jammer bars on your road bikes and the the, the tips of the arrow bars could not extend past the hoods where you're, you know, that are your brake shift levers. Um, but if you've ever used these, even the shorter version, it, it is significantly faster uh, on a road bike, I believe. Like you would, I would have loved to have used these bike racing because you're just, you can absolutely go faster. Uh, so in 2023, the ITU has changed uh, the ruling that just said no more, no more aero bars, no, you're just running like a standard road,
0: road bike. Back. and No clip-on
1: bars at all.
2: And also from last year, mine bars has been banned because they are building too much. So <laughs> going into Tokyo, they had uh, a word wrong in the rules to ITU, so we could build a much steeper. But now yep. for this season, they have uh, changed the word correctly, so now they are banned, so I haven't Got myself some new bars for this season, but but I think it's very different from a road race where you have domestiques helping you around on the bike versus in, in triathlon where you have to make you kind know, of everything yourself. Like uh, if you want to be aggressive, you have to be in the front and and take win. So I'm not sure how it will impact your racing.
0: So there's no aero bars, but are you will you see manufacturers making larger? like uh I don't know what the exact thing is, but for the bars for you to set like your forearms on it, will you see thicker is there a
5: thicker
2: I think you're it's the same as in Roadbike now that you can't be in the the Superman position or no like um, not Superman but like uh the no like uh, being in the arrow position without having the bars
1: they're gonna oh, keep wow. they're gonna keep looking at you know how the UCI navigates the, the how the new handlebars come out and they'll 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 follow. I'm assuming those rules. So you're not going to see in road racing. You saw some guys riding, you know, 34 or 36 millimeter wide bars, but they were super. The fore aft of them was very long, so they could rest their entire, you know, the bottom of their forearms on those. And the UCI um, banned those. So you'll continue to see as the modifications happen. I think it'll be a little bit of a moving target with with the rules, but they've made it clear: no arrow bars, Jan 1, 2023.
5: And and have we seen a lot of accidents or crashes uh, due to arrow bars in the last three to four years?
4: No, no. Mm. Oh, yeah.
0: Two
5: more two more things, real quick. Since we got
0: both of you guys on, uh, two things that are very controversial to us on the podcast. One being cones and non technical courses. How do you guys feel about those?
4: Oh yes, the cones. That's favorite.
2: <laughs> I'm here. I can't wait to hear you guys' reply. <laughs> uh, I, I prefer natural courses like where it's not the feeling that you're riding in the parking lot and just kind of making a uh, yeah, artificial course. I prefer to have courses like in Italy in Alsacena, where it is a real loop and maybe uh, they should go away from having the 5k uh, loop as a standard thing but more looking into what's best for the city and the course to make it more entertaining for like bermuda yeah like bermuda and also more suitable for making things happening
0: It's good flora
4: yeah um i guess i don't mind the technical courses too much um but yes i do agree that sometimes they are i guess i mean they only have Certain space to work with. So they've kind of got to do their best. Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess I agree. Like a course like Canada is incredible and to have such a a natural course and not having any sort of U turns and it just the loop flows quite nicely. But yeah, that's pretty hard to do in city centers. So you oftentimes have to have like one or two U turns. Um, Yeah, I guess sometimes the cones are a little. Overused. I do remember the first year in Abu Dhabi on that racetrack. There was the high point of the course and you looked over on the course and it was just a sea of cones because they off they cut the road into two. So you're taking all these hectic like off camber quarters and there was cones in the middle and um, it was crazy. But it, the course has since radically changed that since that year. Um, yeah. So I don't know.
2: And also, I guess fences is much better than cones, especially when you're splitting a course, because it's so annoying when you see people going outside of the cones to either pass people or to do the turns or if they're having too much speed. So then it's better to have a fence. So they either have to break or, yeah, into. Just like a technical (laughs) advantage.
5: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Though one of the fences blew over in Hamburg, it was so windy that day. I
5: saw that, and people were kind of like in the middle of the race, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, I nearly went into it. I was like, oh, geez.
5: Um,
4: but yeah, that was just wow. And then the last
5: thing I would say would
0: be uh, motorbikes on WTTS courses.
4: It's also a personal topic,
0: yeah. It's hard because like you have to, it's kind of black and white, you have to choose between getting coverage or getting. Motorbikes on the course. And obviously, we'll always pick getting coverage versus motorbikes. Um, But I just want to hear your guys' insight Mm -hmm. on
4: that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I agree with you, Kyle. And um, at one point, I think it was in 2019, and I was injured this year. So I was watching a lot of races. They were filming from from behind the group. And it was, like, the most boring coverage you could possibly watch because all you were watching was the people that get dropped off the back and yo-yoed. Um, so I think, you know, in that sense, they were trying to, um, stop any sort of like drafting you would get from a moto, but then the coverage really suffered. So I agree. It's kind of a tough one where you've got to find that balance of having the motos there, getting great coverage, but them, you know, not motor pacing you through the whole, um, entire, um, bike leg or helping, a second group bridge up to the first group. Um, But I mean, in Hamburg only part of the loop had motorbikes and then the other part was all from a chopper. So yeah, it's, it's a kind of a tough one.
0: Yeah. Christian.
2: I I guess they need to put more money into cameras on course and not just having two or three motorbikes that's filming everything. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Because uh, yeah, it, it, Tend to change the races a bit. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. It's well, different. yeah, it's, it's a little bit annoying. Like, so from, from me personally, I feel like I had an incredible race in Tokyo and was, like, performed at that level on that day. And then all I get this ridiculous feedback is, like, oh, floor one because she motor paced off a motorbike from a certain individual, not because I outswam and outran them by a large sum. But you know, it's just kind of like as an athlete, you're like, wow, that's just a weird feedback to get from when you have, I don't know, a big performance like that. So yeah. it kind of can damper it a little bit. So,
5: all right. All right now well, I got it. My- no, we're done. <laughs> no, I got my one last question. Everyone got to ask the so last, <laughs> last question. All right. Last one. Christian, before we go, what are your thoughts on the series this far? And are you uh, excited to race Hayden Wilde?
2: It's pretty cool to see both Hayden and Alex uh, kind of taking one step either kind of higher up. Uh, so that would be cool to see. I know that both Gustav and the guys in the national team, they are saying that the level is so much higher this year than compared to last year. So I'm not sure if it's just them that having a off season or if or the, if the level is really increasing. But uh, yeah, it's cool to see so many new faces uh, racing and getting on the podium. So it will be an Olymp- interesting Olympic cycle going into Paris.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Nice. Sweet. Yeah. And Hayden and Alex are both racing at Commonwealth Games. So that's going to be really exciting between those two. Wow. Nice. Awesome. Well,
0: sounds good. Do they even have anything else?
5: Yes, don't forget to tune in this weekend and watch PTO Edmonton as PTO attempts to take the reign over on promoting the professional sport of triathlon.
0: How could we Uh ever forget? I personally want to say thank you to Flora and Christian for making time to be with us today. It means a lot to us. Thank you so much. much. Be sure to follow them on social media, all forms of social media, YouTube, Instagram, Slow Twitch, Strava, etc. Thanks.